making this a richer experience for workplace health. Wait a minute, did I hear richer? An experience? And did I hear workplace health all in the same sentence? Of course I would like to hear more. You are welcome, my precious and amazing listeners, to another of the Hope Ignites Healing Podcast with your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa. This is a space we speak everything holistic health and healing. And I will quickly bring you up to speed that this year, we are in the season where we're speaking clean out. We're cleaning out our minds, our bodies, and our spaces for holistic health and especially for healing. And the last few weeks, we have been in the series of work plus health, making it worthwhile a topic to have. And today, I am so honored to be here and clarify that we can make it a richer experience in the workplace health. Thank you, my lovely listeners. Your feedback has been amazing. Your response to workplace health series has been overwhelming. And I'm here to even make it richer for you. So there have been clarifications that have been made. Some people are asking, some concerns, some are finding and speaking to me to make clarity on some of these things. And what a joy for me to do that as a gift to you my precious listeners. So come on, join me and you hear what I have to say about your concerns. So somebody wants to know about purpose. I keep talking about purpose in workplace health. How do I find my purpose? And what does it have to do with health? And a precious listener goes on to say, my passion isn't in alignment with my work. What? do I do? So thank you for these precious questions. These questions are ones that enable me to clarify to you things that I've talked about in the last series of the podcast. To answer you, you do not find your purpose. You actually create it. It comes from the deepest desires that are seated in your heart. What would it take for you to create the link and the dots that connect those deepest desires, and that's your purpose, to your daily work? I want to remind you that Martin Luther King, a quote that I've made on one of these podcasts, said that life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? So to answer the question further on passion, what is that thing that gives you energy? When you do that thing, it gives a spark. It's turned on in your body, in your mind, in your whole being. The thing that matters to you the most is actually your passion. That thing that turns you on in a good mood is your passion. And that thing also that others comment about how happy you are doing, and they even want to learn from you. They ask you about that one thing. If you answer those questions, therein lies your passion. And I want to share with you something nice and simple. If you, if you hang on with me, I will let you know exactly where you'll find it. But I want you to see a diagram. Imagine an area or a circle that has your passions written in there, your things that give you energy, that give you that positive spark, 
write them down. And you have another one that spells out your proficiency, the things that you're good at, your gifts, your talents, the things that you do without even thinking about them. And the third circle, what are those needs, the world's greatest needs in society, the gaps that you are seeing, the pains and problems in society that you are able to feel? What are they? So when you answer those three aspects of life, the center of them, guess what's there? That's your purpose zone. And that's your calling. So I'm going to give you a nicely drawn diagram just to show you clarification on that. So I want you to know that you should not let work be worlds apart from the answers above that I have teased you to answer. So you either find the answers in your workplace or you will have to swift your work to where these answers are. One of the two has to make the move. And guess what? When you do that, you are moving closer to a whole life. And for me, that is holistic health. Now, therein lies the answer to how does it relate with your health. When you feel those gaps and those answers, you are satisfied within. So in the process, you release feel-good hormones. You release the best glow, the best mood, the best feeling of your body. And you are actually in a state of full health. And therein lies your answer to why is it that purpose relates to your health. I hope you got that. So I want you to hang on with me as you remember that I quoted once Thomas Edison saying, Opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed up in overalls and looks like work. So come on, hang in there in your workplace. You will find your answers to your purpose because you're going to create it. What is your desire and to your passion? Because, hey, it's what turns you on. And if the answers are not in your workplace, then your work is going to come from those answers. So do the work, you will get there. Just like I did once upon a time. My purpose is giving and finding holistic health to everyone I meet, especially for the doctor-patient relationship with the ones that I'm called to serve. So the third question my listeners desperately want to know is about the morning routine. So the last few podcasts, I spelt out the things that you gift yourself in the morning before you serve others. Go in and listen so you will understand why I will answer this one the, the way I, I will. Can I do this in, the, in any opportune time that I get during the day? Someone is asking. And another person says, look, I'm not a morning person. How do I manage to get out of bed and get to excel at work? And in the same breath, one of my precious ones says, how do you actually get to do it with very little time in the morning so as to beat the traffic and start and be able to get to work on time? Thank you. I will tell you that is exactly where I was. So this is what you will do. The importance of it being in the morning is because the morning is the only predictable time that you have on you. It's the only time that you have control of. You do not have control of the time when you have stepped out of your house. With lunchtime, your boss could ask you to do something. Your girlfriends need you. In the evening, there's traffic. Something is holding you at work. So it's all unpredictable. But the morning, guess who starts the morning with you? It's just you. 
And that is the first person you meet in the morning. That's the first person that deserves to be served first. So I will insist that routine ought to happen in the morning. And in the morning, there is stress hormones that are being released within your body. That is cortisol. It is highest in the morning. When you do these things, they actually release feel-good hormones. These routines help you to release what we call happiness hormones. And in the process, you are opposing the stress hormones. What better way to bring that spark in your body to guarantee you a good day? So that is why, my lovely ones, it has to be in the morning. To, for you to be able to do it perfectly well and beat the traffic, you will have to get up a little earlier than usual. And what does that mean? You have to go to bed a little earlier than usual. Shift your bedtime because your night routine determines your morning routine. Give it a try. Start with 30. Do not run for two hours you don't have. Start with 30. And I want to challenge you. Train your mind in this discipline, especially to not hit the snooze button. When the alarm goes off, it's easier to hit the snooze button, you know. But I want to tell you, your brain reads it as a state of stress when you hit the snooze button because it's opposing you waking up. And that further increases the stress hormones. So let's start at this tomorrow. Do not hit the snooze button. I will tell you that in my gift for you, I have the details of how this routine has been more clear to me and where I found the answers. Hang on, I'll let you know how you'll find it. And lastly, someone is asking about journaling. I have never owned one and I do not even know how to use it. How do I start? Thank you. Guess what? That was me once upon a time. Well, I owned a journal when I was little, but as life has it, somewhere along the way, the discipline dies. It is a discipline, just like I said. Now listen to me. If you choose holistic health, especially the mental part of it, journaling is a tool you cannot escape from. It's the closest intimacy to your heart, your brain, and the best journey that you will take to the interior. I want to tell you what we've been taught at med school. Something that was not documented did not happen. So guess what? Whatever your thoughts are, nice to come through your mind, guess what? They are erasable as soon as they happen. But when you document them, you are affirming them. And I want to remind you my favorite one. Again, Habakkuk 2, chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. The Lord told us to write the vision down and make it clear that they will run with it, those that read it. And guess what he says? Even if it delays, it will not delay for long. At a certain time, it shall come to pass. Guess what? You have no choice but to write it down. Trust the process. And this is what you can use your journal for, for brain dumping. I have two episodes on brain dumping. For planning, planning your life, your answers are in your journal. Visualization and dreams, writing it all out the way you see it, guess what? The Bible says that good book that it will become a reality. Just give it time. The word that you hear from your spiritual practices, listening to the Holy Spirit, your direction for prayer, your Bible study, and I love this one, gratitude. Gratitude is a form of therapy. 
When documented, you are affirming the healing process. Your affirmations, remember, your brain is waiting for you to tell it what to do. How best than to document it in your journal. Your letters to self, come on, let's not wait for others to write us letters. We are in the era when letters are not written. Write it to yourself in your journal and to your God. He needs to hear from you. Journaling enables you to document your thoughts on the different happenings in your life. And what better way than to document the lessons from the readings that have changed your life. The list goes on and on and on. And that's the gift of journaling. So my precious listeners, thank you for these questions. More will keep coming and I will answer them. But remember, together we are making this a richer experience for workplace health. And for the gifts for your questions and your clarifications, I have a PDF document that I've prepared free of charge for you to see these nicely spelled out and remind you whenever you're falling off track. Just click the link in the notes and you will be led to where you can download it. I'm so excited and happy to be part of this process with you. Your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa, guess what? We're getting there to becoming more irrecognizable on this journey of holistic health and healing. I'm not leaving you behind because this is meant for all of us. Take care of yourself. I'll see you next week as we start a new series and maybe answer more of your questions. Bye-bye.